Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very final episode of this season of Double Eviction, a Big Brother podcast. After three long months, we've made it to finale night, and yesterday we finally saw the winner crowned. As always, I'm Parker. And I'm Inara. And we have a listeners um since it is the finale of double eviction we wanted to go out with a bang and therefore we are going to be joined by a special guest for the entirety of this episode uh so he will be involved in our recap and we'll be playing a fun game at the end uh so we'd like to introduce our special guest danny danny how are you today oh i'm doing fantastic i'm so excited to be here on my favorite podcast with my favorite people uh, to talk about our favorite show. Oh my gosh, Danny. Thank you so much. We have to say a big thanks to Danny. He has been our most loyal listener yes. um, throughout this season and also has a plethora of knowledge regarding, um, I guess, not not just Big Brother, but reality TV competition shows in general as well, now that Survivor's also started. So, but uh, his, we will be getting his views on everything um, from the finale and also the season as a whole, uh, which we are very excited about. But um, guys, how do we feel about now that the season's over, the finale last night, you know, the day after thoughts? Um, I usually feel pretty empty afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even depend on how the season went. I just feel like, like, what am I going to do now? Like, what am I going to watch? Uh, I mean, there is, there's obviously Survivor, <laughs> but like, I'm going to miss it, but. I mean, Celebrity Big Brother will be here in no time, so. Right, just like four months or something, so <laughs> don't have to wait too long. <laughs> Danny, no, how I'm... about you? Feel sad, happy, um, content? <laughs> um, I'm definitely going to miss Big Brother. I love Big Brother season. It's so fun, especially like just Twitter and the live feeds, uh, not even the episodes. The episodes could be whatever, but I'm here for the live feeds and the Twitter drama. Um, so I'm definitely going to miss that. But it also is kind of freeing in a way because it's like I don't have this, you know, uh, three times a week commitment anymore. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Celebrity Big Brother uh, and looking back on the season overall, you know, I think it was a good season. Uh, and I'm excited to talk about this um, epic finale that we just watched <laughs> last night. I know, I know. Well, I guess we should go ahead and, and spoil it. Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it or for some reason listening to this episode, but the uh, the Big Brother 23 winner was crowned in a unanimous vote. Xavier was the champion of Big Brother 23 um, and Derek F was the runner up. Back to back unanimous uh, unanimous votes, which is um, interesting to say the least, but we'll... Uh, all of the intricacies of finale night but let's go back just a little bit so friday's episode we don't really need, don't really need to recap because it was just a you know retrospective episode looking back on mm-hmm. the season with derek f xavier and Ozza, um you know having the what do they have like a final drinks and looking at the memory wall you know that that sort of thing but sunday we saw part one the hoh which um was the you know typical endurance comp which i mean was there any was there ever any doubt that who was going to win that one it was just perfunctory at that point okay Ozza seemed pretty pretty strong in that one though she had a good hold of that uh 
I don't even know what to call it. That little <laughs> whatever rock. it was. I forgot. Something in the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever the thing they had to hold on to. But she was pretty strong there for a while. So there was a, a little bit of hope for her, I guess. But um, DF fell off first, uh, per usual, it feels like, for the these types of comps. But, um, yeah, I mean, for a second there, we thought Ozzy might get it, but she didn't. Yeah fell off eventually um this this comp was very similar to the very first one they did in um big brother 18 when they had like the the entire team holding on to something you know hanging in um the um sky so this is a bit of a throwback to that um but i couldn't tell how long it actually went on for did did they say or no it seemed like it didn't actually last last for very long (laughs) I don't know. I couldn't tell, but I was really surprised to see that Jeff was the first one off, especially considering that his special skill is kind of um, laying around and not moving for an extended period of time. Um, so I really thought, I really thought this was going to be his first comp win. Um, if there was any comp that was made for him, it was one where you literally just have to remain lay in the there. same place and lay there and do nothing. Um, good point. Good point. Honestly, he didn't look that bad in the beginning. He was just laying there. He said he was just relaxing on his stomach, just like he said, just laying in one spot, basically. Maybe <laughs> actually fallen asleep on it, and that would have like that, and he could have been just laid there to the lay there in complete relaxation and held on. Yeah, that would have been a good. He should, yeah, he should have just snoozed on there. <laughs> yeah, he really needed to channel that a uh, big blue couch energy, and he just couldn't pull it off. Uh, couldn't channel it to his first comp win. Um, yeah, like you said, if there's ever a time for him to actually win something, um, now would be the time because it's his last last chance. Um, but after Xavier went won um, the first part, we saw yet another Derek F and Aza um, squabble. Let's say, um, I guess it. How, how did it even start? Like Aza and Xavier were like huddling on the couch. Derek F kind of got upset about that. And then they were all very openly talking about what would happen in front of each other, which I thought was kind of funny. They were like, who would you rather sit next to? Who would you rather sit next to? And like, I mean, props for, for being open about it. Like they were, there was no really too much scheming going on among, you know, duos at, at this point. They were just, you know, I'm going to take you, I'm going to take you, done. <laughs> yeah. And you would think the last people that you know, decide who's top two or should be, the, should not be the people who have literally done nothing all season. Like they had a lot of opinions for the two people that literally just slept and hung out. So it's well, like, why, like, why, do they, why are you even, what do you, why are you fighting? What's the point of this? Well, Derek F and his mind for some reason was thinking that he would not be Aza but would had a chance against Xavier, but then also at the same time had this mentality of, oh, I carried Aza this entire way. Uh, she's been my, you know, my tag along, which I don't understand where that thought came from either. I shouldn't say thought, I should say delusion, because if he didn't win anything, he was never HOH. Uh, like how, I don't understand how you would consider that to be carrying someone. Um, but then at the same time, he said directly to Ozza, if I sit next to you, I'll lose. I'm like, how do you have these two mentality, these two opinions at the same time? Yeah, I think after like a hundred days or whatever in there, I think he was just like losing it like ready to go (laughs) just saying things probably yeah especially when it's down to three i'm sure like they get even more bored and like annoyed 
with each other. I mean, after five days in that house, I would be having small little arguments with with everyone. So um, at this point, they'd been in there for what, like a hundred days. So um, I think it was just getting down to it, or like, because it was just those three for an, for an entire week as well. So that's a long time with just three people in that in that house. Um, so, and they, they had kind of had a frenemy relationship this whole, for the like second half of the season, Derek Evan Aza, where they, like, they considered each other really, really close friends, but still kind of had these tiffs every now and then. Um, so it was definitely an interesting dynamic. The entire Jokers team definitely were the ones who brought the drama and tiffs this season. So without them, it would have been, uh, uh, not nearly as entertaining. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I feel like there was I feel like there was more drama in the last like three episodes than there was in the first 30. Yeah. Um, it really ramped it up here at the end. I know. I think, yeah, once Kyland had his little standoff, then that kind of set the tone a little bit where it was like a little bit more uh, drama filled um, and everything, too. So I am glad that we did get a little bit more animosity at the end of the season, because, yeah, as our listeners know the first half was way too lovey-dovey for mm-hmm. my liking. Way too, oh my gosh, I, we're going to be such good friends outside of the house. I want you to win. I want you to win. Like, no, I wanted to get cutthroat, which we did see, see, see some of. Yeah. Um, and it did seem like Derek F. was very uh, motivated to win part two of the H2H. So that way it technically guaranteed him and Xavier um, the last two spots because they had a pr- pretty solid final two deal. So this HOH was, um, I feel like sometimes the part two is really um, complicated. Like it has a huge set. Um, like one year it was like, a, I had to like I'll go on this roll, like put people's pictures on a roller coaster after running mm-hmm. through a One year it was one where they had to, where it was the swinging things that they had to walk through. This one was a slot machine, which like they're still yeah. onto that casino theme that made no sense for the entire season. And they had to spin them to match, you know, first four, the four house guests who won a wild card, first four who did something so different categories. But um, it was also kind of a puzzle because not everyone's face was on each slot machine reel. So um, yeah. did you guys think that Derek F had a chance in this one or how did you kind of see it going? After I saw his knees... <laughs> Um, and the scrapes, I said, there's no way I could feel that pain on my knees just by seeing them all scraped. <laughs> I was like, he was like, he, yeah, he was pausing during it to like readjust his, his sho- and his he would clothes. pull his shorts a little like to cover the scrapes. And I was like, there's no way <laughs> there's after this, there's no way. Yeah. I felt really bad for him. That looked painful. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. No, I could feel that pain. Like. Oh, man. Yeah, that looked tough. Um, I guess, yeah, whenever he started the comp, maybe I was like, ah, maybe he'll step it up. But I mean, his track record, as we know, is not the best for winning comps. So I didn't have too much hope, but would have been interesting for sure. Yeah, when I saw the comp, I knew it was Oz's to lose. I mean, she's been studying all season with her little candies. She knew who was HOH, who won the wild card. Um, and she could move the slot machine, and so. Right, yeah. I, that's what I was like. If she blows this, I think this was definitely one that was, um, yeah, hers to lose, like like you said. So, um, Ozza did win part two. I think it was, like, 11 minutes to 20 minutes. So, didn't end up being too close. 
Um, but that set up a very interesting final three HOH because, well, at that point in time, we thought, okay, if Ozzy wins, she'll take GF. If Xavier wins, she'll take GF. And then whoever, you know, pretty much whoever wins the final three HOH, the part three H of HOH will be the winner. So that's why I was extremely excited to watch, to watch um, part three because mm-hmm. it seemed like it was, I mean, it's always high stakes. It seemed especially high stakes since the, the, the two people who had a chance of winning were, were there. And um, it was another mental comp. But instead of, remember, used to, it was like they'd have jury members say a statement about like, or they would have a prompt and then um, Julie would, would say what their answer was and they'd have to say if it was true or false. So it was more about like getting to know like knowing the jury well, the, the social aspect. This one was more of just a memory one again, which mm-hmm. that's how I was like, okay, both Oz and Xavier know that stuff well. So I assumed it was going to go to a tiebreaker at that point because they had been studying so much. And then the very first question about Brittany, no less. Ah, uh, sad. Aza misses it. When that happened, I was screaming at my screen. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I would have thought that Aza would have known that one, especially since she was the one who always had to listen to Britney and comfort Britney every time she was nominated. Um, And I guess she just lost track of how many times that that happened. Yeah, it seemed like maybe she had just gotten flustered and was like really nervous because whenever she was explaining to to Julie why she missed it, she was like, I knew that she had been on this amount of times, but then I heard like the other one and got confused. So I think maybe it was just like the nerves of it all. because after that, after that, I mean, Xavier, for one, had no hesitation on any of them except for the, the very first one. The very first one, which I guess was nerves as well, he like put it back. But then after that, he was like grabbing them while Julie was. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. So once that yeah. happened, I was like, okay, he's going to win. He had no hesitation at all after that point. Yeah. And I think also right before, or not right before, but like before part three, um, wasn't that like when the fight happened between DF and Ozza? So they were just like, like Ozza was going to pick Xavier anyways. Like she was planning on it. So I think by that point, like it probably didn't even matter who won, honestly, because it was still going to be like Xavier in the top two. So I think by right. that point, honestly, I think I had stopped paying attention. And then I heard the score and I was like, okay, Xavier's obviously winning. Like I knew he would, but um. So that was really interesting that, I mean, at that point, we kind of knew what was going to happen. So, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, even though the episode showed that, I assumed that if Ozzy had one, she would not have done it. Like, she would have been introspective. Oh, but then as we're, we're, you know, going to skip a bit bit ahead in her exit interview, she said she said to Julie that she would have would have taken Xavier and was still kind of on this thing about like money's not the most important thing that sort of thing which like hmm Aza um so yeah even though it seemed high stakes unfortunately which I would have been much more angry if Aza had won and then taken Xavier afterwards because yeah. I was so excited and then for that to happen like you yeah. just gave away the entire the entire well, prize. and you just feel like DF was just like so rude to her like oh yeah I, don't, I mean you know like yeah taking xavier would not have been the logical option but also handing df a guaranteed like at least seventy five thousand dollars would also be kind of annoying after he just like said all this rude stuff but i mean uh-huh. she didn't win so we'll never know i guess but yeah i mean she said she was 
would have taken Xavier. And I guess I get that a little bit. Yeah, I really thought that Frenchies could throw it all the way back to week one, um, that his HOH week was the worst week of Big Brother gameplay I'd ever seen <laughs> until I saw this week, uh, where Derek F. was basically in this spot to where no matter who won, he was going to the final two and he was getting 75 grand. Um, and he managed to play his way out of that with his epic social game that we heard about over and over again um, <laughs> to where he almost screwed himself out of $75,000 exactly. just because he couldn't be nice for five days. Literally all he had to do was not say anything rude or offensive. Like just sit, like lay there as you do, just chill and you're going to win $75,000. No worries. But yeah, he, I don't even know what he was doing. And also I think Xavier with every winner, I feel like there's like an ounce of luck. So I think Xavier at that point was just getting lucky that DF was like messing it up for himself (laughs) out of that second place spot. So Xavier was going to get there regardless at that point. That's true. Cause yeah, Xavier never really got to that level of like paranoia or even trying to, you know, instigate things at, at that point. And so, um, that's why he it seemed like during when it was those three he was just kind of like just kind of sat back and was like okay you two can fight it as much as you want because now it's pretty much going to be a guaranteed win for me already to already add to my extremely high odds of winning the entire so um yeah that was uh an interesting thing to see uh to say the least um but after xavier won um the final HOH, um, then it was pretty much just getting to Aza being evicted, which Xavier pretty much just said, like, after had, you know, this final two deal. Um, so there wasn't really any um, question about that. But Derek F look, looked so nervous during that, too. Like, his face looked like he thought maybe Xavier was was going to, like, flip on, flip on him at the last minute. He looked like a deer, deer in the headlights. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess Xavier really could have gone anyway and still won. So, I guess maybe DF had reason to be nervous because, I don't know. But, well, Xavier was winning either way. So Well, since he assumed himself to be the Dr. Will of the season, who apparently created the cookout as well. I guess he thought maybe Xavier would view him as too too big of a threat to go against. So, he's like, maybe he'll cut me at final three. Yeah, for someone who supposedly was always in the ear of the HOH and was controlling every single week of the game, he did not seem too confident in this outcome. Yeah, seemed <laughs> um, a little seemed a little nervous for being someone who was in a, the HOH's ear, like you said. Right, and then of course had the most dramatic reaction afterwards. Like I think he was crying afterwards, being like, "Thank you, that, uh, thank you, Xavier, all of that." So he was like. He was like, honestly, just take it. I'll just take second place. Like, thanks so much for even bringing me. He said something of that. And I was like, I mean, yeah, Like, <laughs> you don't yeah. have to tell him twice. <laughs> I know. I think that was the most like self-awareness I've ever seen from that man all season. <laughs> like all of America knew, both of them knew, the jury knew. Uh, well, I guess the jury didn't know at that point because they didn't see who got evicted. Yeah. But every single person who had ever even heard of the, the show Big Brother knew that Derek F was getting second place. Right. No questions. Yeah, no question about that. Exactly. So after Aza's exit interview, which was 
a uh, she then confessed that she would have taken Xavier. Um, I was trying to remember if she said anything else interesting. She scored, uh, probably scored some bonus points with Julie about uh, oh, about being religious or whatever she said about that. <laughs> I saw that people on Twitter were like, she's angling to be invited back for all stars. Yeah. By by uh, mentioning mentioning that in her final, because you know she says like that, then Julie's gonna hop on and be like, oh yes, oh she and she did, yeah, she was like, oh yes, yes. <laughs> Julie just cannot resist whenever anyone brings up any sort of like, you just you say the G word, you say you say the F word, you say faith, not you know that F word, not a different one. I don't know how Julie would feel about the other one, right? Um, and you're just golden part. in her book. You're Julie's favorite house guest. That's all it takes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all you can do. Julie went, um, was in a kind of a weird mood last night. She was stumbling over words per usual. Um, uh, was was kind of acting a bit weird as well. Um, but going into that, once we got to the jury question segment, that was the most like informal uh jury segment i've ever seen they were i mean you know obviously that group had had become um close and jury were already close in the house they were kind of joking around with each other but then we saw when they were asking these which for one they need to stop doing these dumb scripted questions like just let people ask what they want to ask and it'll, it'll come off more natural like survivor um Derek F's answer every time he would answer the jury would just cackle which <laughs> was hilarious in itself because Derek F decided to take credit for the cookout he said he was in yeah every HOH's ear was influencing every vote and so um like Hannah Kyland uh Derek X were all um uh very loudly laughing so that Derek F could hear as well he, he was like like laughing along like oh i don't know if he could if he knew or if he was like nervously thinking that they were like laughing along with him or what but um it made for a a, a bit of an awkward jury situation but also hilarious yeah it was definitely my favorite part of the episode except for america's favorite house guest which i'm sure we'll talk about later yes. um, but just seeing that group of people i think this is my favorite jury we've ever had mm-hmm. uh, those are probably my nine favorite players from the season um and just to see them together having fun um it was a cute moment because you could tell that they were all so excited to be there that they were all fans of the show and just to, to be a part of that moment um i was really happy for all of them and it was so fun to watch Agreed. And I also loved how Xavier um, was able to shade Kyland um, during Kyland's own question, because Kyland asked about something about, I can't remember the game, and it, it, but Xavier talked about he like never made things personal and that sort of thing, and kept talking about it, which obviously Kyland had made it personal last week. So mm-hmm. um, I also kind of like how he was able to turn that, ba- turn that back around onto Kyland. But I was upset that Tiffany and Claire didn't get to ask a question. What was up with that? Yeah, I thought everyone asked a question, but maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, they should have given them one for sure. And yeah, the scripted, it's just like, I don't even know. I think someone was like stuttering too while asking just because they were like, what is this? Like, (laughs) if it was more natural and if it was just like, you know, on the spot, like ask whatever you want type of deal, I think it would have been, they would have been more confident in the questions and just obviously I mean honestly probably just more curious for the answer for these it was just like okay blah 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 like I know what the answer is going to be let's just get this over with type of thing 
Yeah, I was surprised that they didn't let um, the star of the season, Tiffany Mastermind Mitchell, ask a question. Yeah. Um, but honestly, at this point, I mean, it doesn't even really matter because she wasn't going to ask her own question. She was probably just going to ask some generic version of, like, why do you deserve to win? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I totally agree. I would definitely be in favor of them not doing the finale live or at least that part of the finale and pre-recording it. So that way they have the time to let the jurors ask their questions and get such like a, a much more in-depth look at the, the games that the, each person in the final two played. Um, I think it would make for much more compelling television, especially because there was that whole setup from um, the other jury segment, which I definitely want to talk about. We kind of skipped ahead of it oh, um, to where yeah, right. every time, yeah, every time they were talking, um, they were like, oh, we'll just have to see when they answer our questions. We'll just have to see what they say when, it, when they answer our questions. And then it was the most just stale, boring part of the finale because right. it was just such boring questions. And then both times they like every time um, either X or Derek F responded, it was just like the same kind of answer. Um, yeah. Let's let's go back to that jury segment because I don't remember too much of it, but I did notice, isn't it normally longer and there's more discussion? I guess maybe this season was like kind of had an obvious winner when, like towards the end maybe that's why there wasn't as much discussion showed but normally I feel like they're talking for at least like 15 to 20 minutes about like who do we think is going to win isn't there usually like a guest too like hasn't Dr. Will kind of stepped Dr. in a few times to conduct yeah. that segment I guess yeah he's usually the host so I think that's why it was shorter this year is because I guess for COVID regulations he couldn't um, host it so then it was just kind of them you know self moderating what what um they were talking about but i did love that um that segment because whenever kyland entered we got to see britney's extremely jubilant reaction and who sarah beth was still mad at him she sat down and like he like walked and was trying to get hugs and he like walked past her because she sat down and then eventually stood up but um and he was still causing drama when he pretty much equated Hannah to mm -hmm. Derek F saying that they were like interchangeable the worst part honestly. all of that yeah the reactions from that from the round table were really my favorite part of it um, the reactions from both Brittany when Kylan walked in I mean <laughs> I would have thought that someone just told her that she won the $790,000 <laughs> because she was celebrating <laughs> yeah. um, and then also the reactions of all the jurors when Kylan made that comment about um, Chada and Derek F because um, they all knew and they all gave uh, Chada the respect that she deserves. Um, so it was fun to see them just like give Kylan those looks um, and kind of make him backtrack a little bit and kind of, you know, stand down. Yeah, he really walked in there thinking he was doing something with that comment. Right. But no one agreed with him. So. No, I not in the house, not outside of the house. He likes to instigate, as we've seen by his Twitter filled with these complaints to various companies. <laughs> he has that sort of streak um, in his personality. So um, that continued on to the uh, jury house. But I thought um, the jury in that segment, when they were actually just getting to speak freely, made a lot of good points. I was really impressed with their. Um, with the discussion, especially like um, Sarah Beth was like, was really good at making certain points and kind of like cutting, you know, being really honest about people's strategies and that sort of thing. And um, yeah, it was fun getting to see all of them um, interact in that setting since the, the, the other questions were, uh, were very scripted too. And it seemed like most of them at that point were, were already fed up and done with um, Derek F as well. Cause they kept saying that they, 
they wanted to see him in jury. So um, I think people really wanted um, Aza and Xavier to be the final two and for Derek F to not even get the, uh, the runner up money. So. But after um, now that we start talking about the jury round table, then um, we finally got to see the, um, the actual votes, which um, when they walked up to put um the um keys which i do like because that because that was like mm-hmm. the only scripted part they actually got to say like their own thing so um claire kind of had a sh- bit of a shady thing she said like what was like i thought i was going to be surprised or... i was confused yeah i don't remember what it was but i do remember being confused <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> and i didn't get it, it. was it was something along the lines of like i love this game i love these people and i loved and I love being uh, proven wrong, which yes. I don't think I'm going to get tonight. Um, and I think she was referencing her comments that she made um, when she was evicted in her kind of like final um, speech to the house guests before they voted, where she was like, X is going to win this game. You guys got to get him out. Um, so I think that's what she was referencing when she was like, I don't think I'm going to be proven wrong tonight. And she wasn't. So Yeah, it makes uh, sense. Uh... That makes sense. Talking about how she had called it from forever ago. Since yes, it was pretty obvious from um, from uh, midway through the season that he was the um, the front runner. Um, we forgot to mention the preachers came back to via Zoom, weren't there? So we got to see um, uh, Travis, Frenchie, Whitney, Brent, and Christian. And people were really upset on Twitter because Brent got to ask a question, which was so random. Um, and his question was, like, pretty much set up to give props to, like, Tiffany. And Whitney had been, like, re- really active on Twitter. And she had been wanting to talk about, talk about some of the misogyny faced by um, some of the comments that, pe- that people made, especially, like, regarding her outfits and th- things like that, like, focusing on her clothes. And then poor Whitney didn't get asked a single question. Neither did Frenchie. Frenchie. Which, which, which what, was nice. And, you know, he was, he was so mad about that. He probably had a whole thing planned. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was really obvious that the producers really kind of wanted to have control over this finale. Um, and that's why they probably didn't opt to go for a Whitney or a Frenchie question, just because we all know the way that Frenchie is and that you have no <laughs> idea what's going to come out of that man's <laughs> mouth. Um, but then also, I, they definitely saw those tweets that Whitney was putting out, and they probably didn't even want to give her the slightest opportunity um, to paint the show in a negative light, which I thought was really unfortunate because I was really. Um, looking forward to seeing those discussions happen during the finale. Um, Cause I think that that was definitely, unfortunately a large part of the season. Um, and it wasn't something that was really talked about. So. I know yeah. they completely squashed that, which, yeah, I feel like that would have been a sign that big brother is evolving. Like we finally got a more diverse cast after years of everyone of fans um, asking uh for that. But then it's like things like that when they're trying not to, you know, talk, just, you know, uh, hide some of these issues that are prevalent during the season. It's like, okay, the producers are still up to some of their same old tricks, even though this is supposedly a new era. Um, so yeah, I agreed. I was upset, that, especially because Brent had been, um, for him of all people to get a question too, after kind of his not so, um, not so nice behavior during the show while he was there too. It's like, really, you're going to let him ask that. So that was unfortunate for sure. It was um, it was nice to see Travis though. I almost forgot that he was on the season. Me too. Um, 
So I think Travis got referenced a lot tonight because Derek X also made a comment about Travis while he was voting, um, which was something yes. I wanted to talk about because that all, that moment also just gave me life. Uh, he said something along the lines of like, if you're not here to play the game, like, why are you here or something like that, which was, yeah. again, another shot at Derek F. Um, so I was loving the shade that they were giving. And I wish the producers let us see more of that. Um, I think that that's the fun part about when the jury gets to face the final two is that they get to kind of have their moment um, to address them and maybe let some of that bitterness come out. Um, I think it makes for great television and they just, they just squashed it. Um, Agreed. The, uh, the more shade, the better. And I couldn't tell if Derek F was, was understanding that all of the shade was like thrown toward him. I think at that point he still was kind of clueless and overwhelmed with everything. So He'll, when he when he goes back, he'll have to see. Yeah, he probably missed that in the moment for sure. But yeah, Derek X is literally in love with with Travis at this point. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, how many times can we mention him? He was only in the house for like six days. <laughs> literally gone, but never forgotten. Always brought up. For real, uh, yeah, and got a uh, a shout out at the very end, and yeah, I think he um he got to ask a or he got to comment on something as well during the uh, finale. Um, but after the votes, we did see um, that everyone voted for Xavier. He won unanimously. I think some people were thinking maybe Kylan would have not voted. Yes, because he's yeah. bitter. Because what did he say whenever he voted? It was something weird. I think he was like for all the kids watching. Which I thought was kind of a shot again at Xavier and like his yeah. nephew, you know. He was like, for all the kids at home, oh. blah, blah, blah. I didn't even know what he said. Yeah. So I remember him saying, kids, um, kids. just know that there's more important things than uh, the money. Implying that, that like, oh, he didn't care about it, even though obviously he was extremely concerned about the entire game and was yeah. like most bitter afterwards. So it's like, yeah, uh, you need to tell that to yourself. Um, <laughs> think that it was not more important than. Money. And I also thought maybe Brittany would vote for Derek F just randomly because she yeah. was like, you know, they were, she was like very close to like him and Ozza. But I'm sure the jury had been talking about that forever. Like, you know, if he gets there, he cannot get any votes. It needs to be like a unanimous thing to really kind of prove it to him that no one had respect for his game. So. Yeah, for sure. Which, yeah, I definitely thought Kylan was going to vote for him, but um, I guess I was pleasantly surprised by him <laughs> and him, I guess, voting for Xavier, not DF. Right. He, uh, yeah, he um, had some maturity in that aspect and decided, uh, luckily voted. But um, so, yeah, at that point, it kind of seemed a bit anticlimactic. I mean, they had the the, the, the confetti. It's very exciting. Um, Big, Big Brother did make it known that it was um, Big Brother's first African-American winner as well. So, they were able to celebrate that moment and talk about that, which uh, was definitely nice to see. Um, and then finally, we got to see who won America's favorite uh, favorite house guest, which yes. was exciting. It definitely seemed like a two-horse race between Tiffany and Derek X, but mm-hmm. kind of like last year, actually, when it was between Tyler and Devon, and it was kind of up in the air up until the last um, finale to see who would win. So, um between Derek X and Tiffany, Julie said it was a very close um, race. And Tiffany was crowd America's favorite house guest. She looked Yay. very surprised, but also really happy. So um, that was a fun moment. And I think, yeah, it was the perfect end to the season where she mm-hmm. got credit for the one who really was um, c- coming up with this master plan and everything. So how, uh, how did you guys feel about Tiffany being crowned that? 
Yeah, I was pretty happy about that. I, I, I mean, I voted for her, so I liked seeing her win. And I just think, yeah, she deserved some sort of like compensation for yeah. just, like playing a good game. Honestly, she was just. I don't know. I mean, they got her out pretty, not early, but, like, still got her out. So she definitely deserved some sort of compensation. For sure. Agreed. Yeah. Tiffany definite, definitely brought it this season. Um, she brought the strategy. She brought the entertainment. She brought the uh, the catchphrases and the gifts. Um, so I was very excited to see her win. I also voted for her every morning. Uh, first thing I did when I woke <laughs> up was I texted Tiffany to 97979. Love it. <laughs> Um, and that was probably my favorite moment of the finale was seeing her finally get her flowers and get that recognition that she deserves and seeing the reactions of some of the other house guests who have been mm-hmm. saying not so kind things about her um, all season long. Um, and her cute little comment that she made um, about like how the money was all hers uh, when they oh, asked yeah. about like <laughs> oh. her son, Christian. Um, yeah. Tiffany is just the gift that, the gift that keeps on giving. Um, for sure, yeah. These uh, the season would have been uh, much uh, worse off without her presence. She definitely was, um, you know, the one carrying a lot of the, of um, the episodes. But yeah, I'm sure Kylan wasn't happy. Xavier actually looked kind of upset that um, that Tiffany won too. He, his reaction was um, was shown. That's what people were also talking about on Twitter. So, um, but yeah, I think. Most everyone, especially watching, was extremely excited that um, that that Tiffany won. And then even though Derek X had a lot of stands as well, but he got second place, which I think was appropriate. Tiffany, I think, definitely um, deserved it more, um, especially, yeah, for her to not to leave the season without winning anything would have been a shame. So mm-hmm. um, I'm glad that that uh, that she uh, was crowned AFH. Um, but before we, um, go into kind of our, uh, game and everything, any final thoughts on this season, how it wrapped up, um, kind of overall, how do we think this season was and how do we think it'll be remembered as well, I guess, um, you know, in a few years. Yeah, I think obviously like the cast was amazing, um, I would say pretty good season, not as like catty as the other seasons have been, but still really good, good, wholesome people, um, good cast, obviously. Also, um, before we move on to the next part of this episode, let me just say that um, episode one, Parker had Aza in the top three, Uh and I had Xavier in the top three. We knew. That's impressive, right? We knew. Pretty good. Well, yeah, I was about to say, truthfully, in both of our top threes in the first episode, we we didn't pick any pre-jurors, so that's pretty impressive. Um, and I think most of us, because you had Kylan, Hannah, and Xavier, so that's mm-hmm. three of the top of the cookout. And I had Aza, Hannah, and Derek X. So we, we picked people who made it far and were well-remembered. Um, so Yeah, pretty uh, proud of us for being good at that based on so many seasons of watching you know like you can tell who's gonna be good so yeah proud of us for choosing wisely right exactly i guess yeah oh and so in in our fifth episode anara had both xavier and derek f and your top three at one point that's true you kind of were on 
The... I was on Xavier for sure, and then I had a feeling that Derek F would somehow get carried to the end. To the... There were there was just no point yeah. for anyone to get rid of him because I mean obviously we saw what happened. So right, that's true. That's true. And yeah, I guess I also had Xavier in my top three at one point, and then of course further on into this season when there was only like six people left, we had most of them too. But mm-hmm. early on, we did make some good. Uh, predictions yeah good preseason predictions pretty good our top three players but danny let's let, let's turn to you since you've been watching big brother for um a while now and kind of knows a lot of the a lot of these seasons so how would you kind of place this season among a lot of the um other seasons of big brother especially the uh, the, the more recent ones yeah i think that this season was definitely um what this show needed at this current time, I think it was a really feel-good season, which with like everything going on in the world um, and the past few seasons that we've had, um, <laughs> I think it was really nice to have this refreshing cast, so many great people, so many great personalities. I do think that's definitely a reflection of the new um, diversity initiative that CBS has um, adopted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I mean, there were so many people to root for. I don't think I've ever had a season where I've rooted for more than half of the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really great to watch it all play out. Um, definitely long overdue um, getting our first Black winner. Um, that was awesome to see. Um, and yeah, the cookout as a whole, best alliance to ever play the game. I don't think it's even a question at this point. Um, the fact that Julie could openly address them as the cookout. Um, right. <laughs> was really cool to see. Um, and I think even though she didn't make it nearly as far as I thought she would or that she should have, um, that Tiffany will be remembered as one of the Big Brother greats um, because of her contributions to the cookout and to the season. Um, so I loved it. And I'm excited to see where Big Brother goes from here. Exactly. Yeah, I hope that they stay with the same casting kind of um, initiative this season too. Because also, it just seemed like it was more people who were fans and if they uh, if they weren't fans they weren't people trying to become famous on instagram you know it was i feel like most most of um the cast were there to actually play and everything so i hope that the um the same casting strategies that they used for this season can continue on into into future seasons as well um and yeah i think in retrospect retrospect especially like in a few years the people will I think the uh, the cookouts game will kind of become even more respected to be like, wow, they had six people and from the start and made it to final six. Like that's insane that they were able uh, to do that. So um, I think they'll, they will definitely be kind of the base alliance that every other alliance is compared to now from, 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 uh, from going on. So I think it'll definitely be an alliance that's mentioned a, a lot in future seasons now. Uh, Cause I feel like the, uh, the kind of, the one that like people talked about as being the kind of secret of larger alliance, but they only had four people and only um, only three of them made it to, to the top three. So this was a larger version of that um, and was much more um, successful. So uh, and like you said, compared to the absolute travesties that 21 and 22 were of this season, we finally got uh, moved out from there, which is good because I think the show really needed to evolve and not give us the exact same thing each each uh, season. So yeah, I think that the, the finale as a whole was, uh, was very satisfying. And I think this, this cast was so strong that if there is ever an all-stars again, who knows if big brother will still be on, but by the time there's next all-stars, there'll be a lot of people from this cast who will be considered mm-hmm. considering um, getting, I feel like pe- the fans would love to see a lot of people on this cast play again. So. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. 
one of the like best casts we've seen in a while. So, like the previous seasons have not been that great um, recently. But yeah, just hopeful for the future. Um, excited for Celeb BB coming soon. So hopefully um, that will have a good cast as well, even though none of them will probably care about the game. But <laughs> Hopefully right. Good. That's kind of yeah the like the the like messier version of of the like normal. Yeah. It's so it's so quick. Although I, it's gonna be hard to have a, to to top uh, Tamar being the uh, winner of a uh, season two because that was yeah. a very fun winner. So I think it'll be hard for someone to kind of top that. But we'll see. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, um, they get. I've heard a lot of people say that uh, Miranda Cosgrove is gonna be is gonna be one of the people considered for it because she's on it. She's on it because since iCarly's with um CBS now and Paramount Plus. Oh yeah. I don't know if she would think that she's a bit too big to go on it because normally, yeah. but if she's on it, I will be watching every single episode because that would be hilarious to see her like interact in real life. Yeah, Danny. Any predictions for BB? I'm really hoping for Miranda Cosgrove, especially because she is a fan of the show. Um, so I know that she would care about the game. And I think that, yeah. that would be super fun. And I think, like you said, Parker, now is definitely the time. Um, and I, you know, am hoping that the executives will make the right call here and kind of, you know, give her whatever she wants to do it. Because um, that would be really fun. I would, I was talking to someone about this the other day, um, but since it is in February, hopefully it'll be after the Super Bowl and after football season, I would love to see Baker Mayfield on Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. I think that that would be so fun. Um, There's definitely, always an athlete, I feel like, so. There is, there is. Um, he definitely has a big personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it would be cool to see, you know, one of our, our former colleagues, our former peers, <laughs> some might say, um, yeah. in the Big Brother house. Um, awesome. Okay, yeah. Now I'm gonna be disappointed if he's like not if on he's... the cast. Now. <laughs> <laughs> that would be we fun. Yeah. Baker. No one else. Just Baker. Our I just request. That they don't cast like a semi-famous TikToker that like people don't really know well as well. Like yeah. if they, like I don't know, but I feel like if they try to appeal too much to the like younger audiences, people are gonna see see it's way too transparent and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So. I hope that um, the casting team kind of knows what to do and knows what what not to do with these uh, with these celebs. But if they could pull Miranda Cosgrove, that will be that will draw in a lot of viewers, especially from kind of our our generation, because uh, that would be um, interesting to see uh, iCarly herself in the in the uh, big Big Brother house. Um, so, but um, Danny, we forgot to ask kind of what your what your favorite seasons of Big Big Brother are, and if Big Brother twenty three has made it into your you know top five, top three seasons per se, or kind of how, where would you rank it now? Yeah, I think it's hard because you know we just got done with Big Brother twenty three, so there's a lot of that like recency bias. Right, um, a little bit. But if I had to say right now, top five without a question, um, and it probably does slide into that that top three spot as well. Um, my favorite season is definitely season ten. Um, I think that that is the closest season to give BB23 a run for its money as far as like casting goes. Um, I also really, I've been, I was rewatching, rewatching it recently, Big Brother 17, um, which is one I feel like we don't hear about a lot, but I think it's probably one of the best um, recent seasons that we've had. Um, So those are definitely my top three, I would say, is Big Brother 10, 17, and then 23. 
Good picks. Yeah, good pick. Very good taste. I agree. I think 17 is cast is um which is so likable and wholesome and friendly as well that it's kind of a bit uh comparable to, to season 23 where i think when you look at like the cast overall you're like wow that had some like really fun people on it there weren't um many duds on it as well and um weren't too many people who were unlikable uh say as in like 19 or 21 where you know you couldn't stand half of the entire cast by the way did you guys see the after party that happened last night um I guess Todrick hosted. Yes. So I guess since, since CBS couldn't really host it, you know, officially, cause they would get with COVID rules, they weren't, aren't really allowed to do this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Todrick Hall had a party with pretty much all of the, uh, the jurors and then um, Xavier and Derek F. But then also some stragglers from BB 20 and 21 showed up too. the, the ones you would expect Tommy, JC, Annalise, they were popping up again. I'm like, why are you there? How did they get the invite? That's my yeah. question. For real. Like, who did they know? They uh, they probably messaged Todrick and were just like, if you ever have something, make sure to invite me. I'm like in LA already so I can pop over or something. Oh, Todrick for Celebrity Big Brother? That would be a good choice. I'm, I'm surprised that, yeah, that, he, that they haven't reached out, actually. I would also definitely, and I've seen a lot of them campaigning once the season was announced, um, but I would love to see... Um, someone from RuPaul's Drag Race on Celebrity Big Brother. I think that would be super fun as that well, is- especially since um, Courtney Act, who was a, a contestant from, I think, season six, um, went on the UK version and won. Um, so oh. I think it would be cool to see another another queen from the show. Agreed, agreed. I know. I'm, I'm excited for the cast uh, reveal now. I guess mm-hmm. we'll probably get that, like, end of January, beginning of February, since that's a pretty sh- short short season so we unfortunately have to wait a, uh, a bit to get the cast revealed but um should we play our um, our game now or do you guys have any other um thoughts before we go into our uh you know post post uh post big brother house game i so you brought up the covid um like cbs as far as like throwing an after party yeah. i was i thought it was really weird how all season they had the whole like social distancing air hug energy from julie and then as soon as she announced the winner of the season yeah. it seemed like that all just went out the window and she was uh, hugging everybody and taking pictures and yeah i saw a lot which, of tweets about that i think i mean honestly what is she gonna do you know like be like now everyone six feet six feet <laughs> also the chairs even for like the whenever they were voting the chairs weren't all six feet apart like their seats already yeah. I figured that, the stage just isn't even big enough to fit that many people six feet apart without it looking, like, odd. <laughs> right. Well, because I also guess maybe they were, like, in, had the mentality of we couldn't, we had to be really, you know, careful during the, the season itself because if someone got COVID in, like, the jury house or something and then that would ruin, like, all of those segments so they'd have to quarantine. So I guess now they're, like, since they're all going home, yeah. we don't care anymore. In two, <laughs> in two days, they'll be all gone. But, yeah, it was kind of silly for julie to be so strict on stage and then in here she like she she also gave um everyone hugs too so it wasn't mm-hmm. even like she was off by herself so yeah. um yeah it was even just in the matter of an hour because she did the same thing with aza who had just been evicted oh yeah and oh. then less than an hour later she was hugging everybody but there was one more thing speaking of aza is i'm curious to hear how y'all think aza would have done um with the jury because i saw in an exit interview that she did that apparently 
Tiffany, Hannah, Claire, and Derek X all told her that if she was in the end, that she was getting their votes. So that's four right there, which means she would only need one more. Yeah. Um, and I think Brittany would be that fifth. So do you think she could have beaten Xavier? Interesting. I don't... Oh, you're talking about versus Xavier? Oh, yeah. I mean, Derek F is no question. Right? Yeah, because yeah. I, I think we had talked about her versus Derek F before, and we had given our predictions on that. Ooh, that's tough though. It's I, tough because you would you would think you would think Brittany would would also vote for her because uh, since they were so close, I would think that Xavier would have been a little bit more passionate in his answers because he I mean he could he, I mean he, they were good but he wasn't like going through everything so because uh, he knew that he he won and everything so I think he would have maybe been a bit more on his game. I don't know. I don't know if Ozzy could have justified enough stuff compared to Xavier when he like went through a, like all of the um the competitions he won and everything um and stuff so i would have thought it would have been like a maybe like six to three vote but i didn't realize that that many people were saying that aza would have gotten their vote that's really interesting now i wish those two in the final so we could have seen that (laughs) i would say yeah i agree with six three or honestly maybe even seven two i just think like it's easy to say you would have voted for her since she wasn't in the final two you know, like anyone can say that, but thinking about the cast, I don't, I don't remember which names you just said like two seconds ago, but I guess in my head, I think Tiffany, Hannah, and Derek X, which I think are the names you mentioned, would have voted for Xavier. I do not think they would have voted for Aza based on her game and Claire. So uh, over Xavier, I don't think she would have gotten their votes, but I think over Derek F, obviously with yeah, no questions asked, she would have gotten their votes. Yeah, I think it would have been interesting. I agree that I wasn't too impressed by Xavier's kind of answers and his speech, especially considering he is a lawyer, and that's kind of a huge part of that occupation. Um, But I do think he maybe kind of already knew at that point that, you know, their decision was essentially locked. Um, But I was very impressed by Oz's speech that she gave um, to Big D when he was deciding between her and Kylan. I thought that she and gave a really great speech. And I was curious to see how that would have translated into kind of, you know, her answers in that final plea. Um, I also think that she did play the social game that Derek F has been saying he's been playing. Right. Um, Especially given that she didn't touch the block until the final four. I think that that's a huge accomplishment, Uh, but I think it, it would have been interesting to see, but I'm excited to get to this game. Yeah, we have um, sort of like a superlatives type of game. Um, So it's just like most likely to basically. Um, So we'll go go ahead and get started. Yes, but most likely to outside like now that the like game's over, most likely for, you know, what do these house guests do? So it can be any house guest, pre-jury or jury or winner um, with these. But Anara, do you want to start with the first one? Yeah, I'll start off. Um. Okay, so this is one that I I was uh, interested in, but who is most likely to stay in the spotlight slash sell weight loss tea on Instagram for the next few years? <laughs> so attempt to stay in the spotlight. Okay, it's attempt to stay in the spotlight. Because I was going to yeah. say, because that's two different answers for me is who's going to yeah, stay and then who's going to sell the tea. The <laughs> I think... My guess would be Whitney, especially since she already kind of is in that realm of like beauty and like, you know, that industry. Um, I could see that being a very natural transition for her. Um, So that would be my response there is Whitney. I think I agree with that. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Wait, but now I'm curious to your answer. So who's going to stay in the spotlight? Okay, I definitely think it's going to be Derek X. I mean, America loves him. He is so young. He has such a bright future ahead of him. He's going to get countless opportunities. Um, but going back, I think I might change my answer and go with Christy, the forgotten house guest of Big Brother 23, <laughs> since she oh. was charging $100 on Cameo. She's already doing that now. Oh, my gosh. You know that she was fuming whenever she – I have a feeling she'd been DMing Todrick all uh, all day trying to score an invite, <laughs> an invite. to that and you know, she, you know that she's already slid into Xavier's DMs, being like, "Hey, me, but I'm so excited. To be I was supposed guest. to be in the house." <laughs> okay, good, good answer. Good, good answer. The uh, the bonus house guest, we'll call her Christy. Okay, who is most likely to pull a Nicole A slash Cody slash Derek? And start a Big Brother podcast that every that all of the Twitter ha- Twitter stands hate. Oh, that's a good question. Um, Frenchie. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Especially with the stipulation that Twitter is not going to be for it. Because I think if any, like if like a Claire or, you know, a Tiffany started it, I mean, everyone would love it. And I would love to, hear, like, to have them start one. Um, but I think the most likely to do it and then to have it be kind of like um, a meme almost in the way of like those other house guests is probably Frenchie. I yeah. could that happening but i could also see yeah like i could see definitely claire maybe claire derek x hannah like a, some combination of them that would like, be good and obviously people would would actually like that one so mm-hmm. that one would be good um okay i guess going with the spotlight question still who is most likely to go back to life as normal back to doing their own, their own thing that they did before they were on the show Ooh, another good one. Another good question. I'm gonna have to go with Xavier, probably. I think he's just really happy to kind of take his money and go back. I mean, he has a great job back home, um, yeah. great family. He's gonna get to spend time with his nephew. Um, so I think I would say probably him. Yeah, I think I was gonna say Frenchie for this one, just because farmer and like he's probably like whatever but he is a big fan and he's been active on like social media and stuff so now i agree with your answer danny for that uh, earlier question um but yeah i always wonder like i don't not just for big brother but for any reality show that's for like one season it's like what do these people do when they go back like are they still able to continue their normal job like are people still hiring them after them having this whole reality tv personality I think I some. Mean, I surely Xavier. I believe he's a great lawyer. I, I believe that, and I know people will continue to hire him. But just other people in general, I don't know how you go back to normal life. <laughs> yeah, true. I feel like I could see Sarah Beth um, and Aza as well. Um, not really being interested in like the whole influencer thing. And yeah, uh, what was what was Aza's job? I now I, I'm drawing she, a blank. She was like an ex- account. Kylan was an account executive. I remember that. She was something similar. Wasn't she like a marketing consultant marketing, or something? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't maybe. know. Something like that. Yeah. I could see her. I could see her doing a lot of like modeling and that sort of thing. I don't know if she would necessarily yeah, embrace like influencer culture, but I, cause I think her sister is like a model too, right? Oh. Um, wasn't she the one who like blew up on Twitter because of um, another yeah. celebrity like 
posted a picture of her or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely getting this all wrong, but I no, felt I like think, I saw are that. Are you talking about the girl that um, Gigi Hadid put on her Instagram yes. story? I don't think that's her sister, is it? That would be crazy. I thought I saw something on BB Twitter about how like her and her sister were running the summer. No, um, okay. I think I feel like that girl wasn't her sister, but I know the tweet you're talking. Like I know what you're talking about. <laughs> be surprised if her sister was a model i feel like Oz's like definitely has model potential i'm sure her sister does as well wait i think it actually is Oz's sister who is in that is is what i'm seeing yeah the Gigi hadid tweet yeah it's it, it's it, her name is uh nanga awesome and that's yeah it says this is Oz's. no way i think it is her sister i didn't realize that stop yeah i didn't realize that either and i think that was during Obviously, when Ozzy was in the Big Brother house, yeah, I don't it was think that was before that. Yeah, it was early on in the season, I think. Yeah, so and I mean, Ozzy, of course, is just stunning. I think she's the most beautiful house guest to ever play the game. Um, so I could definitely see her getting into that industry. That's true. That's true. The more of the kind of uh, the high fashion than you know having a Shein endorsement deal on Instagram or something like that. I was trying to think of what some of these past house guests do. What is the what is the one company Fabletics? Uh, FabFitFun. Oh yeah, FabFitFun. <laughs> one of those. So um, that's just true. Okay, next question. Next question. Which this one I feel like this might have already happened, but who do you think as many reality stars go to after they speaking about you know what are they going to do after the show? Who's most likely to start an OnlyFans in their post career, uh, post Big Brother career? I was gonna say I think I saw what you were referring to, and I think Whitney has already started one. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw that on Twitter too. I um, he was thinking about it or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like trying to start one to stay relevant. Um, I feel posted a lot of things. <laughs> um, and then maybe maybe Travis or Christian. Yeah, like a lot of the pre-jurors, I would say. I don't know if I see many of the jurors going that route, uh, or like the they final two. Agreed. But... Yeah, I was thinking Brent, Brent, and Christian would be the two who I could see they kind of fit that reality star turned to OnlyFans archetype. So yeah, I think most of the jury is much too classy for that. So. <laughs> um. Okay, and then you'll like this one. Who is most likely to try and get on Survivor? Oh, that's a good question. So most likely to try to get on it or most likely to actually like get, to on get on Survivor? To get or, on it. Or the challenge, if you want to answer that one, too. Because okay. I feel like a lot of them could... I mean, I know, you know, the challenge has been incorporating more BB players on there. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely that pipeline. I think the yeah. challenge is easy. I think it's absolutely Christian. I mean, he is kind of like known as like the comp beast of the season. He was doing like seven backflips in a row. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's like prime challenge material. Um, <laughs> Survivor, though, I think maybe Derek X, maybe Claire. Actually, Claire. Claire is the answer there for Survivor because yeah. she started um, Survivor Michigan at yeah, the University of Michigan. That. She was like a, a founding like member of that um so she's a huge survivor fan too so i could definitely see that for her that'd be awesome i feel like we're slowly getting towards where eventually because th there, there was a, se a season of the amazing race that was 
half big brother, half survive, or sorry, a third big brother, a third survivor, and a third amazing race contestants. I feel like we're we're gonna eventually get to a point where there's gonna be like a full on crossover between survivor and big brother since they're both still on, where it's gonna be like half and half on one, half and half on the other, or like the entire cast of Survivor made up of Big Brother people or something, or it's like from from different reality shows. I think we're slowly kind of getting towards that where to mix it up, they're going to do that. And plus, there's been, um, from this season especially, there's been so many um, interesting personalities that like people will be excited if they're brought if they're brought back on um, too. Um, so that could be interesting. We need to see uh, Derek X and Hannah on the um, Amazing Race. That would be funny. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. <laughs> Um, and then for other survivor people, I was trying to think about, um, if I could see Kyland trying to get on it, I don't know if he would succeed. He's He's already tried for a second season of BB, so I wouldn't put it past him. Angling for that, did you guys see that he was also on the, uh, Price is Right? Yes. (laughs) There was, (laughs) There was a clip of him uh, all dressed up on The Price is Right that I I just saw earlier this week. And I guess I don't know how someone found it, but he had made it to the to the like the like in showcase, but like didn't win there. But I feel like since he's since he since he was on that, he was he's already been on Big Brother that he's, you know, kind of interested in pursuing more TV stuff, it seems like. So um, I could see him being calling the producers every day trying to get yeah. on. I feel like I, could... I think I said this last episode, but. I feel like Kylan is challenge material. He may, be, he may be a little too nice with his act, but I don't know. I feel like he would like the challenge, and everyone on there is, like, ultra competitive and just, like, the crazy comps and stuff. So I feel like I could see him on there. Also, it's the challenge isn't CBS. It's, like, MTV. So yeah. <laughs> might be easier to get on there after all this, but we'll see. Yeah, good point. I think um, the uh, he if he doesn't if he isn't isn't able to come back for another season of Big Brother, he's going to be hitting up the challenge <laughs> producers for sure. So, <laughs> okay, final question, Danny, for for, for um, our game, which this one I'm sure will have multiple answers. Who is most likely, and I guess who also um, would you most want to return for an All Stars season of Big Brother if there's ever one again? If if it takes another, you know, twenty or ten, eleven seasons, then it would be a while before we, we had a, we had another one. But who would you want to see in there? Definitely Tiffany. I mean, a hundred percent. I want to see her come back next season and every season after that. Um, so definitely <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Um, I would also, Derek X, I think, is a strong contender as well, um, especially since he wasn't really that familiar with Big Brother before going on this season. Right. So I think it would be cool to see him kind of come back as like being more aware of the game and to see how he would change his strategy, because um, he kind of learned as he went. I mean, he almost went home week one, um, but then we saw, you know, what kind of happened as he got more comfortable in the game. So I think it would be cool to see where he starts. Um, coming back again and I mean Claire is like a BB Survivor super fan just like us so I can definitely see her um, coming back again as well especially after kind of I feel like that was really the first dramatic moment of the season was Claire's mm-hmm. kind of eviction um, that's true that's true yeah I think yeah Tiffany Derek X and Claire would be the kind of top three who I could see return I would want Brittany to return to host one competition because I feel like it, it it's too emotionally draining for her to do a, a whole another season and everything. Um, but I feel like she's 
so passionate and upbeat that she'd be she, she would be perfect to come back and host like an HOH or veto eventually. So I hope that CBS keeps her in mind for something like that um, because I think a whole another season um, would not uh, would not uh, suit her well. And I feel like Han- or Hannah might. Like she, people would want to see her, but I feel like she might not want to do it either. I feel she like might she, be too busy becoming a doctor. Would, I think, yeah, <laughs> especially yeah, since she has these like career plans. I feel like she's yeah. she's done after one season. <laughs> yeah, Hannah's really interesting because she is also a huge fan of the show and has talked about kind of how much she loves the show and just loves the game. So I could see her coming back from that perspective. But again, like you said, I mean, medical school and all of that is a, a pretty big commitment and really intense. So I don't know if she'd be able to take time away. Mm-hmm. true true um and i feel like there's gonna be a, a lot of people who are will not be um back on a season trying to get on a season though namely frenchie um i feel like we'll be remember his whole thing was like i want to be on a season without so many meatheads thinking that like that was his reason for going home um i'm also interested to see what derek f does i feel like he's kind of interested in staying in the spotlight as well um, after this, so um, I don't know if I feel like I mean obviously he would not be be brought back, but I don't think I think he would be after seeing the comments he would be self aware enough not to try and come back as well maybe. Um, so who knows what his next thing will do? Well, now this like this celebrity boxing has kind of become a big thing. Like like lo- what's Logan Paul and the other yeah. TikTok- so maybe that's what Derek F could do since he already has all of those boxing connections to read the, you know, celebrity boxing stuff. <laughs> I definitely, definitely see him doing one of those celebrity fight nights, especially since Big Brother has been doing them. Um, and I think at the last one that Big Brother did, Jose, like, called him out and said that he wanted to fight him. Oh. Um, so, yeah. And called to the boxing ring then, huh? I think so. I think it'll be interesting, um, but I can definitely see him doing that. Um, or he could follow in the footsteps um, of the great Frankie Grande, who he referenced during the finale last yeah. night. Um, uh, Frankie got a shout out. I was like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he could go on Celebrity Big Brother UK as well. I thought that was really interesting because I wasn't familiar with um, who his dad was. I'm not a big boxing fan, but I was watching with my roommate um, and the way he freaked out, you would have thought that he just said my sister was Ariana Grande. Um, okay, so it was a pretty big deal. Yeah, we forgot to mention that how they showed everyone revealing their like uh, their real jobs. And they acted like Britney being a black belt was like a huge a secret as well. But then, um, yeah, whenever Derek F. Um, revealed that, especially Xavier looked shocked. Um, and then Derek F. was also happy that he called that Xavier had been a lawyer since the, you know, halfway through this season, since this whole bartender cover didn't make sense um, for him not being able to make drinks. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess until that, like, little segment i hadn't realized so many people had like these little secrets i guess I yeah guess for some reason i thought xavier's was like the biggest one in my head but i forgot about hannah and i guess claire never said she was like an ai engineer yeah dad. yeah there were a lot more than i thought there were yeah i i always love that that kind of segment when they um 
reveal finally, you know, can be um, their true self. Xavier should have just said that he was a former athlete turned Instagram model. That would have been easy. So this whole bartender lied and uh, was so um, un- un- uh, necessary, but it was fun that he was able to be caught in that. Um, by the way, random thought, but I forgot for Celebrity Big Brother, what a lot of people want, who I also want is one of the queens of reality TV, Tiffany New York Pollard, if you guys know New York. She was been was on the um, Big Brother, the Celebrity Big Brother UK version. Has been on reality TV. Um, brings so much drama. She's responsible for a lot of like viral sounds on TikTok already. So if she were on there, just to see her and Miranda Cosgrove interact would be <laughs> uh, would be must watch reality TV. So um, if she is. Um, uh, open to being on it, I think that that would be a huge get for CBS because the Twitter stands would also love that. So, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, excited uh, for that cast reveal. Even though it's going to be like four months until we get it. I know that'll be yeah, our next piece of uh, of of uh, of Big Brother media coming out. Um, but that was it for our game. Um, so we are about to wrap up here for season one of Double Eviction, the podcast. Um, and Ari and Danny, what are your final thoughts going forward? How are you going to spend your time now? Um, you know, give us a uh, a wrap up after this uh, this exciting season of BB23 and the exciting inaugural season of Double Eviction, the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think for me, I am definitely jumping right into Survivor. Um, it's interesting that we had this week of like the overlap because usually the finale of Big Brother and the start of Survivor are on the same night. Um, so it was definitely overwhelming to try and get caught up with everything. Three um, hours of reality TV last night was a lot. By the end, I was exhausted. <laughs> well, and then it's also The Circle and mm-hmm. all of these other shows as well. Everything was dropping on Wednesdays. Um, so I'm excited to jump into that. Um, I know we're all in our little Survivor fantasy draft. Um, so I did check. I'm currently winning. So hopefully it stays that way after the flop that oh, I was during. No spoilers. I'm not, no I'm not going to say any spoilers, no spoilers, but I am winning. That's all I'll say. Um, especially after the flop that I was, though, in our Big Brother draft that Parker and I were in. Um, and I drafted Big D and Aza, um, who, even though they both made it to finale night, I hey, still that- finished in like fourth. A decent pick for how long they would last though so (laughs) yeah Uh, and then I think too I'm excited to be filling out um, my big brother application so I mean we've talked a lot about casting and casting (laughs) super fans Um, and I think I'm ready to throw my hat into the ring so we'll see we'll see what happens there oh my gosh how exciting I didn't know that well this is some breaking news on double eviction so wait have you been working on your application at all yet or give us a give us some um some uh some update on this yeah yeah so i um have definitely been planning out a lot of like what i want to say i haven't necessarily like written a script or anything because i don't want it to come across as like rehearsed and i want it to be real and genuine but there's definitely certain things i want to highlight um and i think it'll overlap a lot too because i'm also gonna apply for survivor um so I think, oh. yeah, I'm just working on all the applications. I think I might throw a circle one in there as well. Okay. I mean, you never know, right? Um, so the worst they can do is just not give me a call back, which will be sad, but I think it'll be more sad for them than for me because they they would be missing out. 
Exactly. Um, like, well, yeah, I feel like now's now's a good time when they're starting to cast more actual like super fans of the, the um, show too. So it's like I feel like they like they they want people who've been watching for a long time have all this kind of you know knowledge of past seasons and stuff too. So um, that'll be exciting. Our um uh, our applications. Well, I guess for casting for Big Brother, you have a bit of time before it um, since it'll be for for next summer but yeah might as well when you're making your application just go ahead and apply to all of the reality shows at once <laughs> yeah exactly so i guess what i'm hearing is next time we have you on this pod you'll be a reality star i hope fingers yeah, crossed tune in to season two uh our yeah. special guest will be one of the contestants possibly so yeah hopefully the winner um hopefully, hopefully. the next time we talk on this podcast will be uh, <laughs> a, a an exclusive interview with the winner yes. of big brother 24 we're yeah. gonna hold you to that so. i know yeah you uh you can't get too uh, famous for 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 our uh, podcast, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'll don't forget first. about us. <laughs> no, this will be this will be my first stop on the podcasting circuit. Um, if Good. I have anything to say about it, CBS might make me do the uh, whichever ones, but I will never, never um, leave out my pals with the uh, the double eviction podcast. Good, oh my we're holding you to that for yes. sure. <laughs> Respect for double eviction. Yes. Um, yeah, as for me, I agree. Uh, the overlap with Survivor and Big Brother, I am behind on Survivor because obviously I had to prioritize Big Brother finale. For um, sure. But yeah, jumping right into Survivor, gonna watch that. I've never watched um, Survivor like live, I guess, while it's like on TV. I've just watched old seasons. Um, I binged like three seasons this summer. So good. Definitely hooked. Um, so excited to watch that. Um, the Circle, a little bit behind on that. I haven't been keeping up with like the new episode releases every week, mm -hmm. but a little behind. Um, uh, another one, Danny, I just remembered, Selling Sunset. Uh, season four, I think, should be coming up soon. Excited for that one. Oh my God. Um, TV coming out. <laughs> a lot of TV. A lot Lots of TV. Of TV. And um, Christine just published her book. I don't know if you saw it or not, but it's coming out soon. So I'm definitely going to be ordering I that. that. Yes, um, I will be so. borrowing that from you. <laughs> I did not but see yeah, that. It got renewed for seasons four and five. Oh, um, good. So, Great. and did you all see? I don't know if y'all saw this, um, but Chrishell from that show hosted the Netflix reality TV games, um, which no, I thought I was interesting. That um so they had like people from the circle people from love is blind and people from too hot to handle go head to head it was oh, very nice. big disney channel games energy I, was about yeah. to I didn't see this <laughs> so much reality tv going on i'm so excited um but yeah that's my plan what about you parker what's next for you yeah definitely survivor survivor has been my my uh i was a fan of that even before big brother but obviously love both so we'll be yeah watching that as well um but i will say it is a bit of a less of a commitment because it's just one, one episode per week compared to three per week so less of a commitment so yeah we'll be enjoying that um throughout the fall and then yeah we'll be of course looking forward to celebrity big brother um next um next um february but i'm also excited because a lot of the um uh australian version of survivor seasons got put on paramount plus i saw so Ooh. 
what awesome. don't can't get enough survivor from the from what's uh premiering i'll be watching those because i've seen some of it and it's pretty good so um i will be uh binging those as well since i've of course watched all of the american versions so gotta expand now to the international version as well um but this has been such a fun um season of double eviction it's been great talking to you guys and um it's been fun to recap um and you know analyze the uh the episodes every week anara it's been fun co-hosting um yes next season um when we have um bb24 winner danny on (laughs) that'll be exciting but danny thank you for coming and being our finale guest we saved um this finale slot for you and your super fan knowledge so uh, we appreciate you coming and staying for a full, full episode, by the way. This was a big, big commitment. <laughs> yes. Thank you for being here, Danny. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Y'all are the best. I love the podcast. Um, and I'm excited to come back as a winner, hopefully, next season. <laughs> or at least to, I'm excited to recap um, Baker Mayfield planting the flag yes. in the middle of the backyard during Celebrity <laughs> Big Brother. Uh, um, we only hope. Hoping and praying that happens. Dream scenario, seeing Baker in New York and Miranda all uh, <laughs> act. So, <laughs> is Baker is Baker single? Do we think maybe he's there's married. a showman's potential? I, he's right, oh. yeah, he's married. <laughs> Baker, just... if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> and Nara's like, oh, sadly, he's married now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'll have to tune it to tune in, tune in for that. It'll be. Um, I, I feel like it'll be here before we know it, even though it's like five months away, four months away, but um, I this will uh, be, of course, our last episode, so you're, uh, every next Friday, we'll, we know that you'll feel empty um, without our new episode premiering, so you have to stay tuned. Um, we'll post updates on our Twitter once the uh, new uh, celebrity cast is released and everything, at BB Double Effect, but any final thoughts before we go, guys? Uh, follow me on Instagram. Um, I'm team follow. <laughs> nice. Yes. And um, for me, I'm just going to end it with a Julie classic. Love one another. Uh, you guys, no- hopefully for Celebrity Big Brother. If not, BB24. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Amen, Anara. All right. You heard it straight from her. Love one another. Bye, everyone. Have a good rest of 2021.